Blog Talk Radio. Already more than 12,000 votes have been received. Votes by artists and artisans, stars and technicians alike, from all the manifold activities of Hollywood. Votes counted and recorded in the strictest privacy by public accountants. And Hollywood talks of little else as the evening approaches. The Academy Dinner. Come with me, Mr. and Mrs. Audience, and you, Tommy, and Mary, too, to the Coconut Grove in the Ambassador Hotel. See for yourself, and be conscious, as I am, of the outstanding mood of this brilliant gathering. Suspense. Who will win the Academy Awards? The tension grows and grows. Little else is thought of, little else discussed. For not one whisper of Hollywood's choices has been allowed to escape. Everybody's here. Everybody's curious, covetous, envious perhaps, but excited. For dearly cherished is the recognition by our fellow workers of our efforts. Remember, I am Oscar, the ultimate glory in Hollywood's success. This is Hollywood's big night. The night dreams are made of. Because on Academy Award night, they see the culmination of all the efforts of the past year, whether they be actors or actresses, directors, producers, whatever it is. This is the big night. Yes, indeed. Hearing that Oscar season intro that we've done on the show for quite some time uh, means it's the official start of another Academy Awards season because this morning is Oscar nominations morning. Yes, we are live on the air here on blogtalkradio.com. The Oscar Oscar show. It's Tuesday morning, January 23rd, 2018. The telephone number for the show is 646-915-9500. My email address, should you want to get a hold of me at any time, is jaobrien, that's J-A-O-B-R-I-E-N, 1971 at We are live on the air. Thank you for joining me. If you're listening in live this morning, we will be carrying the announcement of the Oscar nominations live. Of course, this isn't the only place um, that you can hear and watch the Oscar nominations announcement. And uh, incorporating the same change that happened last year, uh, you know, for years and years and years, the Academy would have, you know, the Academy president, and usually a well-known actor or actress would join the Academy president for the Oscar nominations announcement with the press in attendance. But last year they decided to do something different and had put together uh, a package of of different people that have won Oscars before talking about the experience of winning the Oscars and then dipping into the announcement of each of the nominations. And there will be two moments like this this morning. One will happen in just about 20 minutes when the first group of nominees are announced. Um, that will be half of the nominees the first group will get this morning is at 5.22 a.m. Pacific. I'm just glad I'm not on Pacific time for, for Oscar nominations morning. It's early enough here on Central time. But um, So this morning at 22 after the hour, we'll be getting the nominations for cinematography, costume design, film editing, makeup and hairstyling, original score, production design, animated short film, live action short film, sound editing, sound mixing, and visual effects. And then at 5.38 a.m. Pacific time, 38 minutes after the hour, We'll get another group of nominees. We'll get actor in a leading role, actor in a supporting role, actress in a leading role, actress in a supporting role, animated feature film, directing, documentary feature, documentary short subject, foreign language film, original song, best picture, adapted screenplay, and original screenplay. 
Um, so then we will be reviewing the nominations uh, after each grouping. Uh, Garney should be joining me this morning. He's always been joining me here on Oscar nominations morning. I don't see him queued up yet. So maybe he's like me. He was struggling to try to get up this morning. <laughs> and then, uh, like last night, it's such a crazy schedule uh, doing this show. And I appreciate, again, you know, the coverage this year is going to be all over the map because of just my schedule. And um, I'm working all, all week on a um, assisting on a feature film being shot here. And uh, so I was on set last night. Uh, had to do the show an hour late uh, for Jamie Garney and I to reveal our top ten list of the best movies of the year, and I'll be heading right out again um, after this morning's Oscar nomination. So, but yes, uh, that's how they're going to do it this morning. Where uh, so we'll just carry that announcement live, so you can still hear them here and hear some of the first reactions um, uh, live here on the air. So, what will we see this morning? That's the the question. Um, one second, while I bring up. I'm going to open up the Oscar nominations announcement page. The countdown's happening. We've got 14 minutes until the first group is announced. Um, let's see. <laughs> One second, everybody. We're getting there. Going to message Garney, see how he's doing. Talk amongst yourselves for just a moment. <laughs> All right. So hopefully Garney will be along. <laughs> It'd be funny. Jamie last night was saying that he needed to be reminded about Oscar nominations <laughs> this morning. Maybe Garney overslept. You know, that was always one of my nightmares that I would have um, <laughs> usually the night before uh, – Oscar nominations morning is that I would end up oversleeping and missing the nominations announcement. But yeah, as Garney described it, this is like Christmas morning, uh, you know, and we've got a longer Oscar season this time on tap, um, which, uh, like I said, you know, Jamie last night was saying that um, a lot of the, he thought a lot of the big categories were already decided. And I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think especially with this longer Oscar season, you know, and there hasn't really been a huge front runner so far, um, I think it's you know it's quite possible that things could shift and change um, for sure. So um, one second here, we can go over some of the precursor awards just in case Garney doesn't join us. Usually Garney gives us some of his predictions of what he thinks is going to happen this morning. Um, the Directors Guild recently announced their nominees, uh, so that's usually a good predictor of who's going to be. Uh, nominated for the director category because these match up. This matches up probably more than any other. Uh, Guillermo del Toro was nominated for The Shape of Water, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Martin McDonough for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, and Jordan Peele for Get Out. I would love to see that same list nominated this this morning, especially Greta Gerwig, um, Guillermo del Toro, of course, having a great Oscar season. Um, looks like he might be the front runner to actually win. Uh, certainly would love to see Martin McDonough being the three billboards as my number one film of the year. And Chris, like we were talking last night, Christopher Nolan better get nominated for an Oscar um, this morning. Uh, he's never been nominated before, so uh, we shall see. We are now 11 and a half minutes away. Um, let's see. Other precursor awards, of course, we had the Critics' Choice Awards um, that 
you know, one of the other big high-profile awards that came out, uh, where The Shape of Water won Best Picture there, Best Actor Gary Oldman, Best Actress Frances McDormand, Best Supporting Actor Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards, Best Supporting Actress Allison Janney for I, Tanya. So uh, I'm sure we're definitely going to see all of those names mentioned in the nominations this morning, and they certainly look to be frontrunners. Um, Best Director at the Critics was Gabriel Del Toro for The Shape of Water. Best Original Screenplay went to Get Out. Best Adapted Screenplay to Call Me By Your Name. So those were the choices by the Critics' Choice Awards. Let's see what else we had recently that, that may give us some insight into what the Academy does this morning. Uh, the Cinematography Guild, and again, all the guilds are usually some of the best predictors of what is going to be nominated for Oscars. Um, the Cinematographer Guild nominated Roger Deakins for Blade Runner 2049, Bruno Debanel for Darkest Hour, Hoyt von Hoytema for Dunkirk, Dan Lautzen for The Shape of Water, and Rachel Morrison for Mudbound. So definitely a good list of cinematographers, and as a lot of us talked about, we would sure love to see Roger Deakins finally win an Academy Award. Could he do it this year? It's definitely possible. Um, oh, and if you haven't seen the official Academy poster yet, <laughs> definitely try to look that up online. It's Jimmy Kimmel um, in nine different poses um, where, you know, it says what's what could possibly go wrong, of course, playing up the whole moment last year when um, when La La Land was announced as Best Picture and, of course, Moonlight one instead. Um, I doubt we'll ever see a flub quite like that again in Academy history. Um, so let's see what else we had. I think that was all the precursor awards that we haven't had a chance to catch up on yet. Yeah, I believe so. All right, one second. I always have such a disorganization of paperwork here. Um, oh, well, we should uh, announce this. How do, how do I forget my sponsor? Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash Oscar Oscar. That's audibletrial.com slash Oscar Oscar. So, yes, that catches us up on all the latest precursor awards, and, of course, we'll get some continuing. Um, oh, the Screen Actors Guild Awards. How did I forget that? Because I've been so busy, I haven't had a chance. You know, can you believe this? Like I haven't even had a chance to look at the uh, the list this year. We are now eight and a half minutes. All right, one second, and I'll bring up the SAG Awards uh, because obviously that that really shows us the acting front runners. Um, Oh, yeah. So for Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri certainly keeps it in the front-runner status uh, for Best Picture. Um, and Best Actress went to Frances McDormand for Three Billboards. So, again, she stays in the front-runner status. Gary Oldman, you know, that that's one we can probably say is probably a foregone conclusion that he's going to finally win an Oscar for Darkest Hour. Definitely seems to be his time. Allison Janney winning Best Supporting Actress for I, Tanya certainly puts her back in the uh, – you know, for so long it looked like Laurie Metcalf was going to walk away with this when she was winning all the critics' awards back in December. But now, as January kind of shifted in, Allison Janney has kind of taken over uh, as frontrunner. Uh, Best Supporting Actor went to Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Um, I don't know that that one is necessarily going to um, 
you know, it, that's that's another one that could probably change um, as the season goes on. So um, we shall see. All right, we are now just at about seven minutes until this morning's Oscar nominations, and still no Garney. I'm betting Garney overslept. We kept him up too late last night. Um, so let me just get prepped here. But yes, as I mentioned, uh, the way that the, this morning's Oscar nominations are going to go, we're going to get two different live stream announcements of the Oscar nominations. Um, and I will play them here so you can actually hear them. So if you're choosing to listen to this show instead of watching the actual thing, that's what it's going to sound like. So you'll probably hear different actors. Um, I think I heard Zoe Saldana is the only possible one mentioned um, that uh, could be in there. But if it's like last year... Um, it was a whole bunch of different recipients of, of Academy Awards talking about their experience with the Oscar win and what this is about to mean to a lot of the nominees. And then, um, and then there was a voice. <laughs> we don't know who it is. It's that kind of female voice that was uh, kind of the voice of Oscar or something announcing the nominees. So that's what will happen here very shortly when we get the first clip package um, announcing categories again. The first ones we're going to get or a lot of the so-called smaller categories, cinematography, costume design, film editing, makeup and hairstyling, best original score, production design, animated short film, live-action short film, sound editing, sound mixing, and visual effects is the first group that we'll be hearing from. So let's see. Let's click back over to the live stream. And we are at the five-and-a-half-minute mark until Oscar nominations morning. Um, I do, you know, I do kind of miss having, you know, the live announcement, you know, with the press, and because then you could get like the audible gasps from people. Um, of course, always the big question, you know, since the Academy changed um, the Best Picture category to a possibility of ten nominees, um, which I don't think I think there's only been one year since that happened that we saw ten full nominees. Um, but in the past few, past few years, it's always been either eight or um, nine nominees usually. Um, so we'll see this morning. And of course, we're always trying to predict what are the surprises going to be. You know, what what uh, what didn't we see coming? There's there's always something, um, because we you know we've certainly had a, a batch of films that uh, we've been following all Oscar season long. Um, so so we'll, we'll definitely see a lot of those nominees. But yeah, and also who will get snubbed? You know, like last year, last year kind of went according to plan. There wasn't a huge amount of surprises. It, it was kind of the ones that we saw coming. Um, so uh, we'll we'll have to see if that happens uh, this morning. Um, and then, of course, with you know a lot of the awards, uh, precursor awards that have already been presented, there are still uh, some to come. Like we've got the BAFTA awards that are happening, and a lot of the various smaller guilds uh, that will be giving their awards uh, in the in the various categories. And that will certainly have an influence. But um, with the longer Oscar season, it's going to be interesting to uh, um, to see how that's going to change the Oscar race. Because I, I really, again, we're not at this point with the Oscar nominations morning. We don't really have, you know, three billboards you could consider a front runner for sure because of how much it's been winning and it's been, you know, in the driver's seat here pretty much through all January, um, and just recently winning at the Screen Actors Guild Awards, getting you know, two of its actors winning, and the best ensemble, which is sort of SAG's version of Best Picture, um, certainly bodes well because it is the front runner right now. But of course, as we were talking about on last night's show, there is this strange backlash against the film, and and with the Oscars not until March, uh, it's possible we may see other films 
you know, kind of step in. So I don't know that we've got a lot of foregone conclusions, um, but um, I'm excited. Are you guys excited? Uh, so let's check. We are at the three minute, 15 second mark uh, when the Oscar nominations will begin streaming live. So we will carry that here momentarily. Let me just make sure my volume settings are all up. Yes, indeed. All right. So, yes, an exciting morning. Um, watching the uh, the YouTube stream. Um, of course, everybody's starting to comment already. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, and some, you know, is Steven Spielberg's The Post even going to get noticed? You know, certainly one of the more traditional high-profile kind of Oscar uh, notices. And will Phantom Thread... You know, it seems like Daniel Day-Lewis always gets a nomination, you know, but with Gary Oldman being the, such the frontrunner this year, maybe this is a film that will get ignored this year. It's um, going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I, I will be most excited to see Greta Gerwig nominated for Best Director. Um, so well-deserved, and I, I really think she deserves an Oscar nomination this morning. Um, really hope Three Billboards is, is – hugely represented. I hope all three of those main cast members do receive nominations this morning. Um, those will be the personal moments that I'll be uh, most excited to see. So we are now at the two-minute mark. Still no Garney. Oh, I take that back. Here's Garney. How you doing, buddy? Good morning. Man, I thought you overslept, dude. You know, I well, it's not that I overslept. I didn't turn on the new alarm. <laughs> It was normal when I wake up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, see, I was all ready for you to like, announce like, uh, all your predictions and stuff. And so now I had to like, come up with new stuff to fill time, but it's, it's cool. Because <laughs> I, I used to have a nightmare that I always would oversleep on Oscar nominations morning, so I figured that's what happened to you. Yeah. No, I mean, I, okay. I did a little bit. Well, you got to categories be covered already. Yeah. Oh well, they they're about to announce the first group of nominees, so that we're at the one minute mark now, and it's mostly going to be a lot of the technical categories: production design, score, visual effects, costume design, all those fun ones, the animated short film, the ones we most look forward to. Oh yeah, you know what? So, I, I animated short film. The one that's going to win this year is Deer Basketball. <laughs> I haven't seen any animated short films. So. I'll take your word for it. You can watch it online. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, just look up Deer Basketball. Right. It'll come up. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Kobe okay. Bryant. It's his love letter that he wrote to basketball to announce his retirement. And uh, Glenn King, a uh, longtime Disney animator, animated it, and John Williams did the music. I mean, with that. Oh, damn. <laughs> Golly, no, it's I do very want to touching. It. Yeah, it's it's okay. great. Now watch that one get snubbed or something. Um, no, okay. It'll be that. I'll tell you, animated short films going to be that, Lou, in a heartbeat, um, uh, negative space, and revolting rhymes. Even predicting animated short films. That's off the top of my head. Not even that's, that's impressive, my dude. notes in front of me. <laughs> Have you seen all of those? Or just, oh, here they come. Wow. Damn, I had my speakers blasting. Okay, now two minutes. They were teasing us before. Okay, so any other? I was I was just about talking about like, you know, like anything that you think we'll be surprised by or. 
I think people would be surprised that Darkest Hour gets more nominations than they're expecting because everyone thinks it's just oh, going to be Gary Oldman getting nominated and then nothing else. No, I think it's going to get in for Best Picture, um, Best Production Design, Best maybe Best Costume Design. Best um, Makeup, definitely. Best uh, Musical Score, Best Cinematography. Yeah, Makeup. I think Makeup wow. and Best Actor, I think it has in the bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, but makeup, that's an interesting category. I think it's, you know, there, you've got the seven possible on the short list. And I think the Academy is going to go for the, instead of going sci-fi, interesting makeup, they're going to stick with the more uh, like uh, Darkest Hour, Victoria and Abdul, mm. and I, Tanya. I think those are going to be the three. The possibility that Wonder might get a nomination there, which would make it the one, one movie with the nomination. That I haven't well, seen where we yet. get that usually? <laughs> oh, one that you haven't seen. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones okay. that could get a uh, makeup nomination are Bright and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and uh, Ghost in the Shell. And quick, what are you most excited? I was just talking about like what I'd be most excited to see this morning. What are you most excited to hear announced this morning? Uh, you know, I I, I want Daniel D. Lewis to get nominated again. I, um, yeah. Which I, I hope he and does. I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, this is a, this could be his last film. Uh, but Phantom Thread came out so late that yeah, I know. And it would be nice to be for Paul Thomas Anderson to get nominated again. I mean, God, I'd love Phantom to see Thread that. seems like such a divisive film, but it's I know it's going to stick with you. Yeah, you're right. Still thinking about it. So, all right, here we go. The envelope, please, Mr. May we hear the sound of the envelope tearing, please? Uh, you open it, doors. All right. The winner is? And the winner is. And the Oscar goes to? The Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to? Welcome to nominations for the 90th Academy Awards. I'm John Bailey, Governor of the Cinematographers Branch and President of the Motion Picture Academy. This has been a remarkable year for the movies. Actors, writers, producers, and directors have given us films that not only entertain, but challenge us. There's been bold, adventurous work in animation, documentaries and foreign language films, visual effects, composers and sound artists, production designers, editors and cinematographers continue to raise the bar of their crafts as do costumers, makeup and hair artists. This is a landmark year to honor their achievements. Now please join me in welcoming our host, the irreverent star of Girls Trip, Tiffany Haddish, and Caesar from Planet of the Apes, actor, director, Andy Serkis.
Good morning. It's an honour for us to be here for the announcement of the nominees of the 90th Oscars. We're just seconds away from the first announcement. As part of this event, we're going to be showing you a few short videos to introduce some of the categories, like this one right here. the nominees for achievements in production design. Beauty and the Beast. Blade Runner 2049. Darkest Hour. Dunkirk. And The Shape of Water. steam shower in my house because they look like I need one. <laughs> now it's time for our second category. Cinematography, Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, and The Shape of Water. Next are the creative geniuses who ensure that we actors dress the part and are never naked on screen. Achievement in Costume Design, Beauty and the Beast, Darkest Hour, Phantom Thread, The Shape of Water, and Victoria and Abdul. Now, let's see our nominees in the next two categories. Achievement in Sound Editing, Baby Driver, Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk, 
The Shape of Water, and Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> And for achievement in sound mixing, Baby Driver, Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk, The Shape of Water, and Star Wars The Last Jedi. Dunkirk. It seems like a lot of people like it. Yeah. Well, Star Wars The Last Jedi could do with a bit of a hand as well. Yeah? I know, yeah. We gotta watch both of those. Let's keep up the pace. Next video, please. film, Dear Basketball, Garden Party, Lou, Negative Space, and Revolting Rhymes. And now, here are the nominees for Best Live Action Short Film. DeKalb Elementary, The Eleven O'Clock, My Nephew Emmett, The Silent Child, and Watu Wote, All of Us. <laughs> the last category proves that length doesn't matter. Mm. And now it's time for our next category. <laughs> Water, Star Wars The Last Jedi, and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> and now, the next category. Achievement in Visual Effects, Blade Runner 2049, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Kong Skull Island, 
Star Wars The Last Jedi, and War for the Planet of the Apes. the master of their craft, without the masters of their craft in this category, the average movie would be like 18 hours long. in film editing, Baby Driver, Dunkirk, I, Tanya, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Evan, Missouri. <laughs> and now, the final category in the first half of this morning's announcements. in makeup and hairstyling. Darkest Hour. Victoria and Abdul. And Wonder. <laughs> we still have more nominee announcements, but we'll be we'll be back in a moment. Mm. A one minute and a half break. Do we get to take a nap? Yeah. Oh cool. <laughs> All right, Garney, we only got a couple minutes. What do you think? Yeah, well, the only categories that I were was five for five of my predictions were cinematography and film editing. Um, and Mudbound means that the uh, we have the very first female, female cinematographer nominee? ever nominated. Yep. Very cool. Uh, John Williams got first... another nomination for yes. for music, but it was for the movie that I – I thought it was going to be for The Post, but instead they gave it to him for the Star Wars. Yep, sure did. And is this the uh, first year that sound editing and sound Johnny mixing Greenwood been... finally got a nomination. Yes. <laughs> God, so, I'm so happy to see that. So well-deserved, too. Yeah. And, and they the nominations Carter for Burwell sound editing and mixing are the exact same. Yeah. Yeah, it's duplicate. Yeah. yeah, Carter Burwell was nominated for music for three billboards, but they should have nominated him for Wonderstruck. But it's only yeah, a second nomination, the even though he should have been nominated so many times by now. I know. God. Let's see. Anything else that was real surprising? Blade Runner, well represented so far. Um, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Skull Island, getting in for visual effects, and No mm -hmm. Shape of Water for visual effects. Yeah, no, isn't that interesting? <laughs> yeah. 
Hmm. Did and you have in your predictions also, that Shape of Water end up getting the most nominations in your predictions? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, and no, nothing for Wonder Woman. So. Yeah. Wonder Woman could have swept in easily to any of the technical categories, costume design, uh, and just got completely snubbed. Yep, sure did. But with Guardian Galaxy Volume 2, the only real superhero getting a nomination so far, because you say that the Academy is more of a Marvel fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that'll be the big question. So yeah, if Dark Woman does get a Best Picture nomination. Darkest Hour got in there for cinematography and costume design, but did yeah, not make original that. score for Dario Marinelli. Right. And they did mm-hmm. nominate the wondrous Hans Zimmer for Dung Kirk. <laughs> I know that'll be uh, – Jamie will be very excited that he got the score got nominated. <laughs> yeah, well, that's you... – it's, it's – the race is between Johnny Greenwood and Alexander Desplat for Shape of Water. It's got to be one of yeah, those two. I don't know. I would think so. Yeah, John Williams has won enough, and there wasn't anything, you know, groundbreaking in Star Wars Last Jedi. And he, there's still one more Star Wars movie if they want to give him one more award for his right. career topper. Um, well, isn't this Hans like Zimmer's a 50 second nomination? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he'll win. I that. don't know the exact number. And then, uh, yeah, it's three billboards. The music is that was just kind of a serviceable score. The I'm surprised that one got the nomination instead mm-hmm. of I had Darkest Hour and also Victorian Abdul. No nomination for Thomas Newman to get to lose again. This time they didn't even give him the opportunity. <laughs> they didn't give him the opportunity this year. <laughs> yeah. But Victorian Abdul did get its costume and uh, makeup, and mm-hmm. it's one of the interesting categories is adapted screenplay. It's their competition is so weak that you definitely have you know four movies that are going to get a nomination, and then it's always what's that fifth spot going to be? Right. Um, oh, the, here we go again. Four being group. Call Me by Your Name, Disaster oh. Artist, Molly's Game, and Mudbound. And then will that last mm-hmm. one be Victorian Abdul? Will it be Wonder? Will it be film stars don't die in Liverpool? Hang on, Garney, they're back. The nominees right. for performance by an actress in a supporting role. Mary J. Blige. In Mudbound. Alison Janney in I, Tanya. Leslie Manville in Phantom Thread. Laurie Metcalf in Lady Bird. And Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a performance by an actor in a supporting role, Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project. Woody Harrelson in... Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Jenkins in The Shape of Water. Christopher Plummer in All the Money in the World. And Sam Rockwell in Three Billboards Outside Ebony, Missouri. <laughs> Ebony, For best foreign language film, a fantastic woman, Chile. The insult, Lebanon. Loveless, 
Russia. On body and soul, Hungary. And the square, Sweden. For best documentary short subject, Edith and Eddie. <laughs> Heaven is a traffic jam on the 405. <laughs> Heroin. Knife skills. And traffic stop. All these titles make a woman from an urban area very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm totally up with you. <laughs> For best documentary feature, Abacus, small enough to jail. Faces, places. Icarus. Last men in Aleppo. And Strong Island. For original song, Mighty River from Mudbound. Whoa. Mystery of Love from Call Me By Your Name. Remember Me from Coco. Stand Up For Something from Marshall. And This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. For best animated feature film, The Boss Baby. Mm. The Breadwinner. Coco. Ferdinand. And Loving Vincent. Here are the nominees for adaptation screenplay. Call Me By Your Name, James Ivory. The Disaster Artist, Scott New Standard, Standard and Michael H. Wilbur. <laughs> Wilbur! Yeah! <laughs> Wilbur! Uh, Logan Scott Frank and James Mangold and Michael Green. Molly's Game, Aaron Sorkin. And Mudbound, Virgil Williams and Dee Reese. <laughs> For original screenplay, The Big Sick, Emily V. Gordon and Kumail Nanjiani. Get Out, Jordan Peele. Ladybird, Greta Gerwig. The Shape of Water, Guillermo del Toro, and Vanessa Taylor. And three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, Martin McDonough. For performance by an actor in a leading role, Timothy Chalamet in Call Me By Your Name. Daniel Day-Lewis in Phantom Threads. Daniel, oh yeah, 
Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. Daniel Kalua. Hallelujah. Kalua. Yeah, Kalua. you know it. He know his name. And get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gary Oldman in Darkest Hour. And Denzel Washington in Roman J. Israel Esquire. And for performance by an actress in a leading role, Sally Hawkins in The Shape of Water. Francis McDormand in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Margot Robbie in I, Tanya. Saoirse Ronan in Lady Bird. And Meryl Streep in The Post. Mm. Here are the nominees for Achievement in Directing. Dunkirk, Christopher Nolan. Get Out, Jordan Peele. Lady Bird, Greta Gerwig. Phantom Thread, Paul Thomas Anderson. And The Shape of Water, Guillermo de Toro. <laughs> you want to do the big one for the, big, for the best picture? Well, I think we should both do it. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, you don't know me that well. Mm, you don't know me at all. And finally, here are the nine final, here are the nine films selected as best picture nominees. Call Me By Your Name, Peter Spears. Luca Guadagnino. And <laughs> Luca Guadagnino, <laughs> Emilia George, and Marco Morabinto. Darkest Hour, Tim Bevan, Eric Fellner, Lisa Bruce, Anthony McCartan, and Douglas Urbanski, producers. <laughs> Dunkirk, Emma Thomas, and Christopher Nolan, producers. Get Out, Sean McKittrick, Jason Blum, Edward H. Ham Jr., and Jordan Peele, producers. Rudin, Eli Bush, and Evelyn O'Neill, producers. <laughs> Phantom Thread, Joanne Seller, <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson, Megan Ellison, and Daniel Lupi, producers. The Post, Amy Piscale, Steven Spielberg, and Christy Matasco Couric. Producers. <laughs> the Shape of Water, Guillermo del Toro, and J. Miles Dale, producers. And three billboards outside Evan, Missouri, Graham, Bobbitt, Peter, 
Zernan, and Martin McDonough, producers. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching this morning, and congratulations to all the nominees. And make sure you watch as we celebrate the 90th Oscars, Sunday night, March 4th, on ABC. All right, Garney. Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread makes yep. it into Best Picture and Best Director, and but no Martin McDonough. I think that Three Billboards is no longer the front yeah. runner. If you snap you the know, director. I, yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, well, damn. I was I was worried about that, but I I liked how it went to uh, Tiffany Haddish right after a supporting actress, where she was you know a potential surprise nominee, and she just went, mm-hmm. <laughs> then got into <laughs> yeah. supporting actor. And the only categories that I got. Uh, all of them right in that one were original screenplay and best actress, which, you know, I, mm-hmm. it was always, is it going to be Streep or is it going to be um, Molly's Game, Jessica Chastain? Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, don't bet against Streep. <laughs> God, I tell you what, <laughs> they always will get Streep in there no matter what. Although I did like her performance in the post. I think that is a good performance, but... Um, mm-hmm. And how about uh, what's her name from Phantom Thread getting a supporting actress nomination? Leslie. Yeah, uh, when they when they read Leslie Manville's name, that's when I knew that Phantom Thread was gonna get something yeah. more. Right. Uh, but when they didn't call it out for original screenplay, because I thought that was the more likely surprise mm-hmm. appearance for Paul Thomas Anderson. But I'm I'm glad right. for directing. Yeah. Because it was definitely yeah, a well directed film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. And Christopher Nolan finally gets his Oscar nomination. Yes. And Greta Gerwig. I, yeah, I, I, this is a great list. I got uh, for the the um, live action for short film. I know that was actually in the was that in the first one that went through. Um, uh-huh. The uh, they they didn't nominate in a heartbeat, which was the. What about like it was a gay romance? So then I was, mm-hmm. but, but they did nominate Call Me by Your Name for Best Picture, so I guess they make up for that. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> and I was wondering if Mary J. Blige I, would get the actress nomination. I had her down for song, and for the longest time mm-hmm. I was predicting Sufjan Stevens to get nominated for Call Me by Your Name, but I thought with two songs up that, that he would cancel himself out and that they would nominate Evermore right. from Beauty and the Beast, but. Uh, I'm glad. I mean, Vision of Love is my choice for best original song. It is, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's see. What else is it? Yeah, and James Franco didn't get nominated for best actor, so that, you know, don't yeah, have to like, worry about that. They worried about that controversy, but <laughs> Denzel gets in. Did you see that film? Uh, Robin J. Israel? Yeah. Yeah. yeah is he, it good? And uh, It's all about his performance. Yeah. Okay. He just has a great character, but the film is engaging for that, you know, social issue. Like, it's, mm-hmm. for me, that movie is what Miss Sloan was last year. You know, fictional like story it. about about the issue and a strong right. central character, which is the title of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I had, 
I had Denzel in my predictions for the longest time, and then when it when it got to posting them, I took him off to put in Daniel Kaluuya, mm-hmm. thinking that James Franco would still get nominated since you know right. he also you know directed the film. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess that there was enough time with the backlash after the Globes and everything that I right. I, I think that hurt that hurt him, and that's why he didn't get nominated. I think so too. Disaster Artist only getting one nomination. Yeah. Like, he and Mudbound would have been better for chances well. if he didn't actually win. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I knew that Mudbound wouldn't make the Best Picture race because I don't think they're ready. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Academy is ready to nominate something that just is a Netflix streamer. I think there's still something about yeah. you know having a, a wide release and being in movie theaters and you know and, until they get something that's I mean Mudbound is a step in the right direction. Uh, mm-hmm. I was dis- uh, when they said that there were nine. As soon as they said that there were nine movies, that's when I knew that Big Sick wasn't making the cut. But I was yeah. surprised that I Tanya didn't get didn't make the cut. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm all for it to get Phantom Thread in there. Yeah, the yeah. The other eight really I knew Phantom Thread was the surprise because I was expecting that. And the post uh, getting some I Tanya love. And the yeah, post getting a best picture nomination. <laughs> yeah, post it. Yeah, yeah. And I have it only for Best Picture and Best Actress and Original Score. Um, mm-hmm. But no score nomination, but it's still got not got two. Yeah. Uh, and Call Me By, uh, uh, Three Billboards getting two actor, supporting actor nominations, so nothing for mm-hmm. Army Hammer or Michael Stuhlbarg. Because right. I thought that Michael Stuhlbarg would be the surprise nominee in place of Woody Harrelson. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I knew that... I figured they'd bring in Christopher Plummer. For all the money yeah, in the world. right. I wonder if that's like the shortest amount of time between an actor giving his performance and getting an Oscar nomination. <laughs> if you just film that, you know. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see, like, supporting. I think we talked about this a little last night, you know, because Sam Rockwell, you know, winning SAG and could be the front runner, but you know, maybe if there is a three bill, three billboard, the backlash, you know, maybe this does clear the way for Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I yeah, I could see Willem Dafoe winning it. I mean, Richard Jenkins has been nominated before, um, and I don't think Shape of Water. I think Shape of Water is going to get the most nominations, but only win a couple awards um, yeah. in the technical categories and maybe probably production design. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's too mythic a film for uh, the Academy to honor, and they didn't really go for fantasy. Yeah. And that would be interesting to have uh, like the best director winner not not win that many other. Awards too. Yeah, but I, it's as awesome as it would be for Del Toro to win, or even Paul Thomas Anderson, they have an opportunity mm-hmm. to give this Oscar to Greta Gerwig or Jordan Peele. Yeah, they really do. And I mean, I, I see Gerwig waiting before Peele, be, uh, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's the situation is both the they're facing the the genre challenge that you normally don't get those. Right. You get more, you know, serious films that uh, mm-hmm. are larger, and they're also, right. you know, they're both first-time filmmakers nominated mm-hmm. for their directing their first film. <laughs> yeah, very true. So yeah, I could again, see like Christopher seeing... Nolan. Christopher Nolan could end up winning it. <laughs> well, certainly, like, yeah, it it makes predicting it very interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're all except for Paul Thomas Anderson. They're all first-time nominees. Mm-hmm. 
And, and then is Paul see. Thomas Anderson was he? Yeah, because he was nominated for directing. There will be blood. But that was the only that was the only other time he was nominated for directing. Yeah, I think so. His yeah, other nominees have been for he was nominated for writing for um Magnolia and for Inherent Vice. That's right. And for There Will Be Blood. Um, yeah. But I don't think they they don't think they nominated him for the master. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either, because I think will, only they I mean, nominated the actors. Yeah. Yeah. So best actor still probably looks like Gary Oldman. That's probably the easiest one still. Um, yeah. Um, and his film and best, represented very well, so that's that helps. Best actress, I think, is a, a race between the three. Um, uh-huh. Well, it's it's mainly Saoirse Ronan and Frances McDormand, but I think Margot Robbie could have a shot. Except that if I Tanya had gotten a Best Picture nomination, I think that would have made that's what I was just going to say. So, yeah. but that could have just been that not enough voters had seen it, mm-hmm. and now with the nominations, then you know they as they vote for who should win, Margot right. Robbie could benefit from more exposure. And then speaking of Itania, looks like Allison Janney is still front runner for supporting actress at this point. Which you know she does a good job, but man, Laurie Metcalf mm-hmm. deserves that Oscar. No, I agree. That is a, I, I think that's a wonderful performance. That is a heartbreaking performance. And, you know, I mean, I know that, you know, normally what was interesting this year is, like, in Lead Actress, the race is between the women that are playing fictional characters instead of real-life characters, and it's usually the other way around. <laughs> yeah, um, true. And so the same thing in – and then in a Supporting Actress, it's the woman playing a real person that no one even really knows that much about. And Allison Janney gives right, a great right. performance that, you know, is award-worthy. It is an award-worthy performance, but I just think that yeah, yeah. Laurie yeah. Metcalf is, would get my yeah. vote without mm-hmm. without any hesitation. I mean, with Best Actress, I really like all three of them, where uh, yeah. I'm torn between Fisher Road and Francis McDormand and Margot Robbie. They're such great performances for such different reasons. I mean – Right. I lean towards Saoirse Ronan just because of the time that she has to spend, the maturity, the she has the larger arc. Um, right. But Frances McDormand is a master of emotions. Yeah. So I know. I, whoever they pick, they can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even Sally Hawkins does a fantastic job. Someone playing a, a mute character would normally be a front runner, and she's really yeah. not even in the conversation as much. Right. Uh, and Meryl Streep, is, of course, this is just another wonderful nomination for her. It's and it's a great <laughs> performance, deserving of the award. But it's just like right. <laughs> nominating Meryl Streep is like making coffee in the morning. It's just yeah, yeah, something right. that a lot it's of just, people do. Yeah, so it's, it's just sort of like you know, if she gives a performance this year, it's just sort of like the Academy ballots just get mailed out, and already Meryl Streep's kind of written in there. Yeah, and it's like, okay, now what are your other four nominees going to be? So the only category that I didn't get, get at it. least the only category that I didn't at least get a majority right was documentary feature. The only one mm-hmm. that I predicted that got a nomination was Faces Places. Um oh, okay. I'm really surprised they nominated Last Men in Aleppo instead of City of Ghosts. They're similar films. Um yeah. City but City of Ghosts is the one that we were talking about last night that was the best documentary right. that both Jamie and I saw that deals with mm-hmm. the uh forces that were battling in ISIS and right. you know, last but in Aleppo is very similar to White Helmets, which won 
best uh, short film right. last year. And so I was wondering if, because of that similarity, whether that would hurt it or help it. Yeah. Um, and it's, but it's, you don't get a sense of the people as much as City of Ghosts. City of Ghosts, mm-hmm. you know, um, does a better job of identifying them and their relations. Where Last Man in Aleppo, you're just sort of following. It's it's much more organic, and I guess that's what went to its advantage. Um, the uh, I didn't catch what the fourth title was in documentary short subject in between heroin and oh yeah I didn't get it written uh, down either for making noise so I'll have to but I, I, know, I know it wasn't one of the ones that I predicted oh and so how did your animated shorts do I got four out of five um, like okay. I said the uh, in a heartbeat was the one that didn't get nominated which was one of the ones that I saw that has to do with a uh, uh boy in love with another boy uh mm-hmm. and for the longest time i had garden party on there because it just though i hadn't seen it i'd only seen the trailer and the and the visual aspect of it is amazing the way that they right. made frogs um it looked great but i was i thought well maybe the story would win over and so i had predicted mm-hmm. in a heartbeat instead of garden party um, okay but otherwise i got i got four out of five it was just garden party instead of in a heartbeat. Well done. I'm trying to. I'm looking up to try to see if I can get the number of nominations. Not finding it yet. I just have the complete list, but uh, let's see. What were you asking about? Documentary short. Yeah, it was Edith and yeah, Eddie. Was, Heaven is a traffic Eddie. jam. Heroin. Knife skills and traffic stop. Oh, knife skills. Yes. And traffic stop. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So I only got two of that one. I knew that we Ethan Eady and Heroin. Um, I'm surprised they did nominate. There was one that was eligible called 116 Cameras, and it's all about this. You can watch it online through a – oh, I've heard about that one. Yeah, where they yeah. are taking like a Holocaust survivor, and they're asking – they have 160 cameras set up, and they're like making educational um, multimedia for mm-hmm. posterity. So it's oh, okay, really yeah. interesting how you're like talking about history and the future at the same time. And right. it, and you're dealing with a Holocaust survivor. It's like it has all the <laughs> ingredients for a motion picture Academy nomination and it didn't get it. Uh, also alone mm-hmm. didn't get nominated, which was the one about the uh, woman who it, uh, was married to someone incarcerated that was getting mm-hmm. a lot of buzz. Um, right. It was, Praised by the uh, the woman who directed Selma, um, and also uh, Ten Meter Ten Meter Tower is the other one you can watch on New York Times. So none of the New York Times ones ones made the cut. And Ten Meter Tower just deals with people jumping off a ten meter uh, diving board into a pool and just dealing with, you know, their fear of heights and everything. And it's, it's a very, you know, they just have the mic set up right there and the cameras from far away. So the people have right. to be, they, I'm, I'm sure that they signed something knowing they were being filmed, but it just seems very natural. Everyone, you know, right. no one's playing right. to the camera and it's, you're just watching. It's a great social experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only total I can see is that uh, shape of water leads with 13 nominations. Just one shy of tying for the record. 
Yeah, that's what I wondered. Like God, not visual effects. <laughs> that's so surprising. <laughs> for visual effects. Hmm. But you know, like they have to, they have to nominate the monkey. You got to get Kong in. There. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta get going there. That's right. Like if you make a King Kong movie, you know you're gonna get nominated for uh, visual effects. (laughs) That's right. Every single time. That's all right. Hmm. Well, it's a good list. It's gonna be a good, uh, good Oscar season. Be interesting predicting these. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad Kimmel's coming back to host. I thought he did a fine job (laughs) last year. I did. Yeah, I did too. It'll be good to follow up the the whole mistake from last year. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do to present it. Like how many people they have out there with envelopes. Right. <laughs> like doing some skit where they you know make sure that uh-huh. they double check that <laughs> that it's the yeah. right one and no one's tweeting backstage or anything like that. So, all right. Well, I've got to run, Garney. Thanks for another Oscar nominations morning. Yep. Merry Christmas. And. uh Yep, absolutely. All right, I will talk to you soon, buddy. Yeah, the uh, prediction show. Absolutely. All right, all right, ma'am. Speaking of, I meant to ask Arnie if it's going to be if he's going to do a medley back this year or Jamie, because we've had Jamie do an opening medley for our Oscar prediction special the past uh, um, two years, and uh, so I'm curious if Garney wants to return this year to do a medley of these nine Best Picture nominees. So we'll have to see. I'll, I'll message him here briefly. Anyway. So there are the nominations for the 90th Academy Awards. So the Oscar season will continue. My current plan will be to be back on the, like I said, uh, for the film awards season coverage. Just kind of hit and miss when I can get the show scheduled. But um, we'll try to get a show in here uh, back on Monday night on the 29th. Um, So just keep checking blogtalkradio.com slash Oscar Oscar. But we'll be doing shows all through the month uh, at various times to talk about the Oscar race. And our Oscar prediction special, if you want to pencil it in, you can count on that for sure, will be Thursday night, March the 1st. Um, and while our panel of five will all be back, I'll be joined by Garney, Jamie, uh, as well as Mark Johnson and Chelsea Del Prey. We'll all be here to an- an- put together our predictions uh, for these 90th Academy Awards. So that you can count on for sure, and then uh, join us for shows uh, throughout the month. So thanks for joining me for another Oscar nominations morning. Um, so here we go. Those are the movies being nominated, and I need to go help make a movie right now, so I am out the door. So uh, thanks a lot, everybody, and uh, happy Oscar season.